Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Red Men News. I am Paul Machen. I am joined by Mr. Chris Pajak for this one. Chris, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you, sir. How are you? Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I'm not. I'm really, really tired. It's all that sitting around doing nothing. It is actually tiring. It's actually um, the exact opposite. Having having just put together my son's birthday party, I, I I've just been running around. Literally, it's probably the most physical activity I've done in about three weeks, and I'm suffering for it today. But yes, anyway, uh, we're going to dive into the news. We've got loads of stuff to get into. Of course, Jordan Henderson leading uh, the NHS fund being created by a whole host of Premier League footballers. <laughs> There's Felipe Coutinho stuff because why not? Why not? For all eternity until he retires. Um, Jeannie Wijnaldum's future, Mario Goethe potentially on a free and a whole host of other bits and pieces and some chat from myself and Chris and your comments as well. Spoilers, However, I actually like the Goethe stuff. Okay. Um, <laughs> But yes, today's show is brought to you in association with Beer 52. You can get a free case of eight craft beers, a magazine and a snack for just $4.95 postage. And right now, Redmen TV uh, listeners are getting two free beers as well. So that's 10 free beers. 10 Beer 52 of the world's most popular craft beer, Discovery Club. And every month send you a new theme's worth of beers you can leave at any time. Simply go to beer52.com forward slash Redmen to claim your first case free. And don't forget right now you get those two extra beers. I've literally got the case right here it comes in this rather splendid box uh, and it get beers let's use an example of this chocker blocker mocker stout that's amazing uh that is hawkshead dry stone stout there's largely stouts in this one so don't be shocked if i get if i deliver another one which is oh no hang on tiny rebel stay puffed coconut cream marshmallow porter i've tried that one and it's delicious and it's a little bit strange. The cream soda one's my personal favourite. I tried uh, the cream soda one the other day. It it's was good a, afternoon I, drinking, that. That was the first drink I'd had since lockdown began. And um, it was gorgeous. And it made me kind of want more of them. Um, and, yeah, if you want more of all the things, yeah, yeah, you can obviously go to Beer52 and start up um, your subscription to them. Once again, beer52.com forward slash Redmen. Highly, highly, highly recommended. Particularly in this time when we can't go out, what's better than just having beer delivered to your house? few things, Chris. Answering and not meant though, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, we're going to kick things off with the, the biggest thing, really. Um, Jordan Henderson, um, Troy Deeney, Harry Maguire, Mark Noble le- leading the way in an NHS in- initiative. Um 
a whole host of Premier League stars, Chris, have all basically put in together to help create a fund to support um, a lot of things happening in and around the NHS. I think, the first and foremost, from our perspective, a great sense of pride from Liverpool fans that Jordan Henderson is at the forefront of this. Yeah, absolutely. Especially after what came out, you know, last weekend and Liverpool going to furlough staff and all that type of thing. And you know, again, we we said it on uh, on the Red Men TV main channel's YouTube show um, when the the decision was reversed that we would, you know, you can you can separate the business from the players and the players are good people. Uh, and we know that Jordan Henderson's good people and he's proved it again, leading the charge, setting the fund up, corralling these other captains first and foremost to go and speak to their clubs and. You could it could actually be a major change now in in how um, football players do respond to these types of things and. It goes on in that article to explain that Hendo was doing this well before Matt Hancock decided to start applying um, pressure on on these Premier League players, which is ridiculous, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but we all knew um, that you know Hendo and and the players didn't want um, to sort of knee jerk reaction and come out and do something that was wrong. It sounds like they've done something that is going to last, is going to be is going to be an actual help, and more importantly, get the funds to the right places quickly, which is something that Hancock and his fucking barmy army certainly can't do. Yeah, it's interesting. Darren Lewis writes in the in the Mirror article, uh, while the MPs were busy justifying the extra 10k they can claim for working from home, the Premier League stars were actually helping the NHS. No sound bites, no bluster. Here was a 4 million donation which could reach as much as 20 million with more where that came from. Led by Liverpool's Jordan Henderson, Watford's Troy Deeney, Man United's Harry McGrath and West Ham's Mark Noble. The hashtag Players Together Collective could mark a sea change in the way top flight players deal with a range of important issues, as Chris said there. Um, yeah, absolutely brilliant and I think it, it, it kind of goes to show there's a lot of things and a lot of complexity in the world t- today and footballers being singled out and I think you know you're looking right now Chris and it's stuff that we, we did cover on the main channel but you know these are major major taxpayers in the country these guys are in the top tax bracket they actually pay their taxes and in addition to that they've also now set up this fund it makes you wonder and I've seen some great reactions to this online from some really big journalists as well hopefully the government now will turn their attention to other multi-millionaires in the country and ask them to start doing their part as well yeah I wait with bated breath yeah shame that isn't it and that the worst thing about that is is as far as we go like that's our commitment to it almost don't you know what I mean it's because we don't have a platform really to speak directly to all that and I hate that that you know we've got social media so much of the kickoff so many people talking about it and focusing on football football players became the kind of straw man in this situation oh, look but over yeah, here I, look over here look over here hang on a minute our doctors don't have masks and goggles I mean I was literally speaking to someone this week um, who's I can't remember if it was a partner or something like that they were getting goggles in from an infant school yeah for, for frontline workers, but no, no, you focus on it and on, on football players. Good one, mate. Yeah, absolutely. The government needs to pull a finger out and sort this out very, very sharpish. And now that that's at least footballers are taking themselves, they've done what they they've done what they're going to do in the short term. At least you know they they're contributing to this. And then when you get when you've got scandals coming out like you know 10k to work to work you know to sort out working from home. Um, Cost yeah. me 50 quid and a microphone, Paul. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, right, we're going to move on. That's all I bought. <laughs> yeah. 
Paul Glatzel uh, has been speaking to the Liverpool website. Uh, obviously, we know he picked up a, a, a season-ending injury in pre-season last year, having looked so bright going into that period. Um, but apparently, you know, nine months of careful rehabilitation from his anterior cruciate ligament injury, uh, writes Chris Shaw on the Liverpool website. Um he suffered last summer have brought him close to a return to the pitch. The 19-year-old is on course to begin training again this month. He says, I'm basically at the end of my rehab. I was meant to be back in training. I should have been back around now, but obviously with what's going on, it's not possible at the moment. Just making sure I do my fitness stuff when sent by the club and just waiting for all this to take its course and then be back on the pitch when we're allowed. I think that's one of the, oh, another, just a little piece of good news, really. Uh, not necessarily because, you know, I think I'm sure it would benefit him massively to be back in and around everyone and training, but, you know, it's one of those situations where whenever Liverpool are now fit to return, Paul Glatzel is going to be able to step up his rehab properly once he does. Yeah, and and you know, before I talk a little bit about that, just want to say that article's really, really good. It's probably a 10-minute read or something. It's really quite an in-depth interview with Glatzel and he talks about a, a few wide-ranging things and uh, one of them is, you know, his, rehabil- uh, his rehabilitation uh, and obviously how hard he's worked and you know, the fact that he's working towards getting back out on the grass and now obviously that's changed um, and how adjusting to that um, and how he's had to adjust to that. But also, you know, how much he's used this time, Paul, to actually focus on making himself a better player. Yeah. Because now what, what he's been saying and he goes on to say in this interview is that, you know, he's looking at football matches, first team matches, our first team with an analytical mindset. And he's looking at what makes Liverpool, and, and, and you know, I'm trying to quote this verbatim, the, the European champions is what makes them so good. Um, and, and so he's learning about Jürgen Klopp's Liverpool side while he's been mm-hmm. out as well, so that when he gets back on the field, hopefully, he'll understand that a lot more he'll have to put that into practice and stuff but he's not wasted this time he's he's sat there he's worked hard to get to where he is which is about ready to get back out on the grass whenever that's allowed but also he's he's put in the hard yards on the mental side of the game as well which is obviously great to hear from a from a young lad uh, and a scouser as well isn't he um so yeah brilliant Uh, i think he's I think he's German, but, uh, his, the, parents uh, but yeah. are, his parents are both German. He was born oh, really? there, yeah. yeah. Oh, amazing. Um, but yeah, no, it's right. And I, I think when you look at like the Bobby Duncan situation, and uh, there'll be some, there'll be a nice poetry, I guess, to him having obviously having been been forced to stick around or whatever. If he's able to get himself back and get himself playing, you know, you look at Duncan's career; it's just absolutely took took a major nosedive. There's something to, I think there's something about this kid and it'd be nice, whether it's just alone next season to a good level or whatever, but I think everyone wants to see him, wants to see him succeed. So fingers crossed on that. Um, Skysports.com, uh, they've been, uh, they've done an exclusive interview with Keir Jurabchin. Um, Remember him? Not yeah, remember him. Yeah, absolutely. Like and he everybody said that we were signing at one point. Everybody, yeah. Williams and all kinds, wasn't he? Yeah, absolutely. The super agent has been saying that Philippe Coutinho would love a return to the Premier League one day, but he insists that everything remains a possibility when it comes to the future of the Brazilian midfielder. Um, yeah, he's one of those people who's going to be in a rather awkward situation, Chris. It's been said time and time again. Liverpool have got. I don't. I can't. There's just no situation really where Liverpool were to bring him back unless they, they got him back on a free transfer or whatever. Um, I wouldn't be shocked to see Coutinho move to the Premier League, but I think he's what he's going to end up as one of those weird situations. If he comes back to the Prem, he's probably going to have the double-edged sword of 
he's going to have to take a drop in pay and all that kind of stuff. He's going to have to join a Liverpool rival, and in doing so, will probably end up forever tarnishing his reputation with Liverpool fans because if he ends up at Man United or Chelsea or Arsenal or whatever... Um, all the people who hate him and have maybe edged towards forgiveness or whatever will probably ultimately write that off, regardless of the circumstance that he's kind of got no choice because Liverpool well, aren't going to buy I think you might be forgetting one certain club that's managed by an ex-Liverpool manager. Leicester City. That's the, that's the place he goes if it's not a, if it's not a rival. Wow. And that'd they be an amazing sign for Leicester Yeah, City. exactly. I mean, they're going to ship off um, Madison, aren't they, for mm. 100 odd million. Bring in a 27-year-old Phil Coutinho, the magician, the key master, back in there unlocking defences for Brendan and his boys. Just be like old times. <laughs> yeah. um, it's either that or Everton. I know that, and I know you said rival, and I'm, we're stretching that slightly, um, but they are they're a city rival, aren't they? The, you know, but they take the punt on him. Mm-hmm. Um, Everton, point. or Leicester, or Arsenal. Arsenal or another one where I think I think he could go to. Yeah, I, I think the Arsenal stuff fits, I think. And there's going to be a bunch of clubs who are looking for that. And, and it's it's what theory exists at these days because I don't think... I think if you've not made it at Barca and you've not made it at Bayern Munich, then Arsenal, I don't think... Right? Top, I, exactly. That's what I mean. But I mean, it's, I don't think you're top tier anymore. So, you know, I, I, all of a sudden you're in that clutch. But it's like Man City, are not gonna, Man City are not going to be interested in Liverpool are not going to be interested in Juventus are probably not going to be interested in him. So then you're left with, all of a sudden, a, a move to an Arsenal or Leicester, you know, actually makes a bit more reasonable sense. I think he suits Arsenal. I think he suits Arsenal down to the ground, to be perfectly honest. But ultimately, I don't give a flying fuck about Phil Coutinho anymore. So uh, he can do whatever he wants. But comments and discussions. Where do you think uh, Phil Coutinho would fit and wh- what club would suit him at this point? Um, let us know in the comments. We'll read through some of them in a little bit. Um, there's a report, Chris, uh, rousingthecop.com. I've got this where, where we're taking it from. Reports in Italy that uh, Inter want to sign Genie Wijnaldum. They fear they're too late. However, the Tuto Mercato Webway, which might be the first time we've had this referenced uh, this summer. Um, this is fantastic. Um, recent discussions led to Inter deciding to pursue the Dutchman. Wine Alba's entering the final year of his contract, and the hope is he may cost around £26 million. Um, I, it's interesting about the GD Wine Alba stuff because, we, again, we've mentioned this, and it's been mentioned on the, the Reds News Roundup show on, on, on the website. Of course, that. The contract situation is is the the, the coronavirus stuff exacerbates the contract situation of Genie Wijnaldum because he's going to enter into the final year of his contract before this season has even finished. Um, technically, because of the way things are going to are likely to lie, likely to lie. I love Genie. I'd be signing him down to a new contract, but also there's an issue where you know he's he's 29 years old or he's, he's you know he's around that period, Chris. You see a lot of Dutch players actually do you get you get good longevity out of them and also having left the, the homeland. I wouldn't be shocked if Genie Genie actually wouldn't mind a challenge somewhere else, a challenge in Italy or something like that. Yeah, he's still got time to do that though, hasn't he? Mm. Um I, I can only put myself in someone like his shoes and and you know, very, only for very brief amounts of time uh, at a time. Um I would win as many trophies as I can. Um, before you start to think about that stage of your career and, yeah. and wanting a new challenge, he's got at least four years left at the very top. Yeah. 
because of the time that he has been a footballer, because of the way that you can see the physical condition that he's in. Um, you know, you just have to look up the likes of the James Milner and our and our team now. I mean, still producing, still yeah. going out there, still being able to give something to the best team in the world. And this isn't a lad who's, you know, 33 years old who's producing for somewhere midway down the table. He's producing for the best team in the world right now. Mm-hmm. The Premier League leaders, the European champions. Genie Wijnaldum's got that. And yep. it's whether, for me, it's whether he is willing to accept that this is probably his last opportunity for a big payday. Mm-hmm. And it's whether Liverpool match that yeah. with, with Genie before he starts to sort of go down a little bit in, in, in pay, maybe yeah. not performance. Yeah, and, you know, there's it, 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 you'll be looking at the situation, won't he? And, you know, there's a, obviously still to be determined how the season pans out, but all of a sudden he's won the European Cup and he's won the Premier League and he's, you know, he's entering into those years and he might be thinking, you know, I, I could go and, you know, go and pick up... So he's, he's good enough that the top clubs in Italy would want him and the top clubs oh, in yeah. Spain would want him. And, you know, he, he could well go and be... I mean, he's standing... We we forget this sometimes, I think. But, you know, when people talk about your Seydorfs and your Davids and your Snyders and your Van der Vaarts and, and what have you, you know, he's just them. He's that generation... You know, he's the new generation of them. He's playing for the Dutch national team. He's playing for a top, top European side. He's winning the top honours. There's no reason why he shouldn't be able to go and, and do that kind of, kind of stuff. And uh, I wonder whether that for him, and that's been a factor in, in maybe delaying the contract talks and maybe he's looking at what his Liverpool situation is all of a sudden because, you know, Liverpool will be looking to refresh that team in the next in the next season or two. And maybe he looks at it and says, well, am I going to get this many games next season? Or And maybe yes, but will I get it the season after that? It's an interesting point for By, all, account, by all accounts, though, even, even in that Rouse and the Cop article there, it does go on and say, like, look, it's close to Liverpool. Liverpool, but things have accelerated while this pandemic's been going on, and it looks yeah. like Liverpool are in pole position. So we, we should just make everyone aware that it looks like uh, Liverpool are in pole position, and, and not to get too worried about it. Yeah, and either way, I'm not sure it's anything necessarily to be concerned about from from our perspective. But I, uh, I think we'd all all know. I think Liverpool's modus operandi and across all of this is to tie down your your, your first team players so as long as possible and keep that side together because that continuity is the key has been the key to success. Um, Okay, so Empire of the Cop, we're going to move things on. Uh, are saying Mario Goethe is a candidate to replace Jaden Shakiri in the summer. Um, bring him in on a free transfer. This is a brilliant sentence, by the way. Um, bring in Mario Goethe in a Bosman free transfer is one of the many options being considered by Liverpool. Empire of the Cop understands, which I find fucking hilarious because, like, I would never. I if I found out that Ross or someone from us had written Red Men understands on our fucking website. I would have them. I would. I would have them remove their head from their ass, and then I would shove it straight back up there. Um, maybe Empire of the Cup have got sources. I mean, I, I, I. They are a differently run website than the back of the day when we first started out um, and stuff. But that's fucking hilarious for the start. By the way, no disrespect to them. It's a really good website, but uh, I, I, I like <laughs> just like that. We're phrase. all living in an athletic world now, though, aren't we? And yeah. you know, you know, their branding is whatever. Whoever uncovers anything it's reported in the athletic yeah. every newspaper even adheres to it when yeah. they're reporting on and off it's never simon hughes or james pierce it's the athletic yeah. uh, and empire of the cop have probably fallen foul on that one to be honest with you um i couldn't believe that gert is only 27 yeah like one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes nice dress uh it's a it's a t-shirt until you tried it on same goes for your health care 
That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. And I didn't fact check it, but I should have because I still don't believe it now. Yeah. I, I just can't imagine that. Like, when did he score the World Cup winning goal? 2000 and oh god 14 right okay and yeah fair enough so he was 21 was he yeah fair enough like i mean it said you know chris page understands according to there that he's 27 <laughs> years old but i can't believe that he's 27 years old he's uh, his birthday's the third of june this so year he's, so he's 27 and something so he's 27 that's how so it works 20... He's currently 27, but he'll be 28 at the end of the season. I genuinely can't believe he's 27. Like, yeah. if you'd have asked me, I'd have gone 32, probably. 32, really? like, that high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. I'd have, I'd have said, like, 29, you know, 30 this summer or something. But, yeah, I mean, he's, he's, I mean, I know he's, he's not to bring up the old Twitter meme. In football terms, what Liverpool would be looking for, what Liverpool would be bringing in a 28-year-old. Um, and I think he falls. I, I mean... Do we want another injury-prone, lightweight footballer at the football club? Is that the question? Is that the question? I mean, I'm all in on them, Paul. To be honest with you, um, <laughs> I, I like. Do you know what? I, I, he's not a player that I've followed over the last few years. Um, he's not a player that I particularly care about. But that article didn't half make me want him. Yeah, you know that little, there's a little bit where he says, you know, Gertz has said that Jürgen Klopp's the only manager who's been able to consistently get the best out of him. I'm like, ooh, mm-hmm. and then Jürgen still likes him and still WhatsApps him all the time. I'm like, ooh, yeah, okay, okay. Michael Edwards and Jürgen Klopp are pulling another one here. We've basically we're going to get the best player in the entire world for free, yeah. and that's what. So I'm like, let's just roll the dice on this baby because I know Shakiri's not that good, and yeah. I know he's not that fit all the time. So if you can give me potentially the best player in the world, I'm taking him. I'm so, taking him all. Matching. Just out of, out of interest, I've just had a look there. He's, he's made 19 appearances in all competitions this season. He's played 13 league games, scored three goals. He's played predominantly centre forward. For Dortmund this season, and most you know when he started games, he's played centre forward. But oh, sorry, when he's come into games, but he's been a sub. He's just he's just basically been a perennial sub. I don't think he's played ninety minutes in the league. How many games has he been managed by Jurgen Klopp for? It's a good point. Yeah, absolutely, exactly. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. 
So that's it, yeah. So sort them, get them boxed. Um, yeah, I think I think Mario Gertz has had his day, hasn't he? I think if you, I think he's one of those that it's quite exciting in a fantasy football sense, and I can't unpick like the Liverpool fan I've been for the for the last fifteen years in particular, where just hearing your link with a name that you know makes you excited. Um, but nah, there's no way, there's no way Liverpool. I want him so badly yeah, now, yeah. just off reading that one article. Yeah. I've not even seen him play. He could have. He could have. He could have one leg nowadays, and I'd still want him off that article. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And he even said he's slower than he was in the article. But it, <laughs> I just thought maybe he's just quicker up there nowadays. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, maybe, maybe and all that type of stuff. Like, let me, let me dream, mate. Let me dream. Yeah, listen. If you're watching and you've taken in a lot of gear to this season, then please do let us know your thoughts in the comments. We'll discuss that. Um, Here's one for you to kind of bring this uh, the news to a wrap. Sadio Mane has been urged to quit Liverpool because Jurgen Klopp doesn't play to his strengths. Uh, who said that? Why? It's home of only former Portsmouth and Fulham forward uh, Diamante Camera. Who? Fuck off. Oof. Fuck off. Doesn't play to his strengths. Why does, why does he get to speak about it? Because um, they're from the same country, I think. Ah, okay. It's always it's that's always the answer, isn't it? It's from the same country. Almost always. Um, let's see if there's a quote here. Oh yeah, if Mane one day wants to win the Ballon d'Or, he may have to leave Liverpool. The club are maybe not the best advocates for him, despite their outstanding performances. He told ESPN. He needs to continue on the road he's going down as he wasn't too far from finishing on the podium. And even for me, he maybe deserved to win it this year. Now he needs to continue to work and maybe even change clubs because we've seen that Liverpool don't really play to Mane's strengths and people gave their votes to Virgil van Dijk, even though Mane and to a lesser extent Salah were equally in the running. Considering his market value... Well, he, well, hang on, Paul. Was he in the fucking running or was he not in the running here? Because if he needs to leave to get in the running, what are you saying there, mate? What I think he, what, what I think he's trying to say is that Mane didn't win it because the votes... What he, what he, what he means to say, whether he's too stupid to understand this point, Mane didn't win because the votes get diluted because there's too many top stars at Liverpool, effectively. So, like, you vote Barcelona, you're just going to vote for Messi because... You're just gonna vote for you're just gonna vote for Messi, aren't you? That he kind of thing. He wouldn't say later on in the article though to go to Barcelona, would he? <laughs> Does he? Yeah. <laughs> Real Madrid. I get okay. The Real Madrid thing would make sense for for his arguments because there's not really any other potential Ballon d'Or candidates and all that at, the, at their side at the moment. But yeah, it's horseshit. I mean, the simple mm-hmm. fact that matters in terms of being used to his strengths. Sadio Mane is a has become world class at Liverpool. He scores a world class amount of goals. For his position at Liverpool, the Amanti camera needs to just eat a shit. Camera's just the Real Madrid fan, really, isn't he? Yeah, sh- yeah. He's wow. a fan of the old Spanish football, and he wants Mane over there because Liverpool are too good. Oh, well. Never going to happen. Well, never. Matter, indeed. Right, let's get to some of your comments then. Uh, thank you very much for putting them in here. Henderson, on the Henderson stuff, Mega Sting 1981 with the Blue Super Chat uh, says, proud of Hendo. Hope everyone at Redmen is well. Yeah, everyone at Redmen is very well. And yeah, completely. I mean, we said it up top, Chris, but yeah, there is a sense of pride in the Jordan Henderson stuff. I'm kind of, and I think you can see why the players were a bit annoyed by by this because it looks like, and Hancock has almost like tried to claim credit for this. 
for, for, for jarring them into action. It's horseshit. I'm proud of Hendel because they did this without being pushed by the government. And that's exactly right. That's exactly right. And we're all proud of Jordan Henderson right now. And, and, and yeah, as you say, everyone at Red Men's well. Apart from, I don't know whether you can tell this, I've got a small sort of one-inch rash on my arm. I've had it for a week. Other than that, though, Megas thing, I'm absolutely fine. Thanks for asking. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, Stephen Somerville also saying for Henderson leading the NHS uh, this way is the best thing. He will go down as a legend for the club for what he's done. I mean, see, like Gary Lineker's talking about him being uh, player of the year or whether he actually ends up as like nominated for sports personality of the year or something like that. He's, that these are the kind of actions to put yourself to transcend the sport. And it's weird, isn't it? Like, because still, people still have this interpretation of Jordan Henderson as being this average lad who's coasted and who stole a living or whatever, whereas he's captain of, of the best football club in the world. He's lifted the European Cup. He's lifted the Club World Cup. He's likely to lift the Premier League and he's led these initiatives and all that. He's just a brilliant human being. He is. He's much better than me. Paul, just sit back just slightly. Just lean back slightly. No, back, mate. Back, 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 back. Forward slightly. Back, touch. Just back a touch. Perfect. Has said, Jamie Carragher uh, and Stephen Gerrard were kissing you on your head, and it was fantastic. Thank you, viewers. <laughs> Um, Rob D said great attitude from Glatzel lots of other players in similar position than age could learn a lesson from him instead of trying to force through transfers like some other young kids yeah naming no names which we actually did on the Coutinho stuff Johnny Walker uh, says Coutinho jumped ship when he was supposed to be peaking what a waste of time and ability uh, people will still get something out of Coutinho I'm certain of it Chris but I'd said this at the time he was he was about to have his first world class season at Liverpool. You know, at Liverpool, he full, was a full world class season. Yeah, exactly. He was on the path to having the same kind of season as Mane, and 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 maybe not quite Salah, but you know, what had that a twenty goal season, and he jumped for Barcelona, and that and that was basically the story of Coutinho, and that might be that might be all she wrote a, a, a learning a lesson really to footballers to you know maybe that the grass isn't always greener. Yeah, and, and, and I think it makes me think, because I know how talented Coutinho is and I know how good a footballer he actually is. And, you know, it, it, it's he was with us for over five years, wasn't it, in the end? Um, and you know that you know, the last couple of years working under Jürgen Klopp, striving to become a great team with the rest of the lads, that's that was, you know, how much work went into that. And so to go to Barcelona, where if you don't succeed, when they're not at their absolute peak as well, Barcelona, you get fucked off straight away with that big price tag. Same with Bayern Munich. I mean, his goal returns, like, it's nearly one in three this season for Bayern Munich, isn't it? Which is pretty bloody good, to be fair, for a, uh, you know, a, he's not, he's not, a, I wouldn't say he was a forward mm-hmm. in the way that Mane or Salah are forwards for us from the outside. Yeah. He's, he's a little bit, further back isn't he so his goal was him was good but just tells you it takes time and if you know he's gone to football clubs that aren't willing to give you time um, yeah. Barcelona be Barcelona and Real Madrid are the two worst clubs in the world for that it's great if you hit the ground running if you don't it, it can really stunt your career think of um, what's the other one uh, who went from Real Madrid the, uh, the South American who went, went to Bayern Munich on loan as well. Oh, James Rodriguez. James Rodriguez, again, you know, something. if you hit the ground running well, you sound. If you don't, you're out the door. Yeah. Um, that's what happens at those two football clubs. He will be a good player for somebody, Phil Coutinho, um, at the right price. And he'd still go on to have a, a good career, but he's missing out on the trophies that he should have been winning. Yeah. And that's on him and nobody else right now, and maybe his agents. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, and suggestions for clubs that he could fit in at uh, Liverpool, YNWA says Coutinho will shoot Chelsea. Um, is one is that, with, shoot. with Lampard, the, the midfielder scoring goals. Yeah, yeah just it's shoot. Because it's just a thing that, isn't it? Well, a manager scored goals well outside the box, then he's going to be a great manager for Phil Coutinho. Yeah, I actually um, think he would suit them, though, to be fair. Yeah, definitely. Um, someone is saying he will suit Arsenal, but I think he will go to a mid-tier club in Italy. I, see, I don't see the mid-tier thing. I, yeah, I, I, in Italy, I think, because I think mid tier Italy is three to the bottom in it. Exactly, I, I think mid tier in Italy is a lot lower these days than it than it kind of was. But I don't think Juventus have him. But I, I, you know, whether he, I'm not sure he would necessarily go back to an Inter Milan. But you look at Inter Milan's shopping policy of late is to pick up guys who are, have been Premier League quality but aren't necessarily. At that, you know what I mean, aren't necessarily at the peak of us or, or, or are unwanted at that level. So, you know, with you, Sanchez, Lukaku is is actually young there as, as well, you know. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting one. Move on to the Goethe stuff then quickly. Stephen Somerville, I think uh, Goethe will be another shack past his peak. I don't fancy him as a player, really. Would rather have a Havert than him and a hands of Vogeli. Uh, anyone else feel like Shaq not had enough playtime since he came? This is the thing, Chris, on all these articles about Shaqiri, and, and I, I'm just going to paraphrase Jürgen Klopp whenever he's asked about it. Shaqiri's been injured, and it's weather. And I th- but I think we all kind of look at it and go... It's because he doesn't fit, or because of whatever. We don't. People haven't given the benefit of the doubt on the fitness situation. I'm sure if he'd been fit and available, he'd have, he would have played more games. Now that's not to say he wouldn't still be moved on, but I'm not sure it's quite as cut and dry as Shakiri will just leave at the end of the season. Yeah, um, yeah, you're probably right there, Paul. I think you know. He, he he has been injured. He has missed games because of that. But there are also times when he's been fit and not involved. Um, and, you know, Jürgen's come out and spoken about him in the past and stuff. So um, I just don't I just don't see him as a right fit. And, and, and I don't think he'll be here. So I'm not going to try and pretend that I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but I don't know the reasons why. Yeah. I'll spe- I can speculate on the reasons why, but I don't know them, mate. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, listen, we're going to wrap up there. Um, once again, do make sure if you want some beer delivered to your house, you're getting 10 free beers. Absolutely. Yeah, 10 free beers. Uh, thanks to Beer52. Go to beer52.com forward slash Redmen to claim your first free case. It's just four ninety five. Post them. You're going to get a magazine and a snack as well and a cardboard box, which you can presumably use to for craft activities to keep you entertained at home as well. If you want more Redmen News in more depth and detail, go to the redmentv.com. The Reds News Roundup show is here every single week. Um, three or four of our guys together really delving into the big discussion topics in and around Liverpool and football as well. Um, so, yeah, go there, sign up. It's just £5 a month uh, for that. And there's uh, some brilliant content as well, including an exclusive interview with Liverpool, uh, former Liverpool left-back Jose Enrique with Mr Chris Pajak. I chatted to Jimmy Traore the other day as well. That's going to be going out next week. And there's an amazing archive of content to keep you all happily entertained in a very testing and trying period. Anyway, Chris, thank you very much. Thank you very much for watching and we'll see you all with more Red Men News next week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.